Sweden Rolls once again. Welcome back, dear listeners. This week we have something very special in store for you. You know how we're always talking and nagging you about uh, Patreon? Well, we thought we might give you a little glimpse of what's available at patreon.com slash Rolls and give you two of our prequels that have up till now been available only for our patrons. Once again, welcome dear listeners, dear patrons to our second prequel. This time I'm joined with, joined by Dominic Kelly. Good to be here. <laughs> we are going to explore some of Nissel's earlier adventures. Mm. And we'll see where that will bring us. We are going to uh, go back to the period of time when he was uh, enslaved even more or less more or less yeah by that war band he was um, held hostage or yeah because they had the wolf and they threatened to to kill it if he didn't follow their that's right and he couldn't really escape well of course he could because he was sent out as a scout that was his forced Mm. labor but if he did that then he'd have to leave the wolf behind and that was something he couldn't bear to do Mm. so he was in a bind have we established a name for your wolf? Do you know what? I don't think we have. Now that's an oversight and a half, isn't it? Oh, well, or either that or he just calls it, you know, like friend or pal or mate. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, that, that, that could very well be so. Well, I think about it. It might not really be in a goblin character to start naming animals. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And maybe he... Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. So we're entering the scene right as you have been sent out on a scouting mission. And you're out in the forest, somewhere in the Forbidden Lands... The warband has set camp in a um, in a coombe, sheltered from quite heavy rain and quite uh, heavy wind, especially. And uh, your wolf is being held captive there, uh, tied to a post, or did they have a cage or chained? No, I I I imagine chained. Yeah. Uh, but to a tree or to whatever is at hand mm. rather than a cage because you know they're on the move and they're a, exactly. a mobile unit mm. Mm. yeah of course so you're out scouting in the woods scouting keeping like a perimeter watch basically mm. to see if uh, if anyone is uh, approaching the camp so they won't be caught off guard basically well, of course, this war band includes... I mean, everyone is a uh, man or woman at arms. There's no... I mean, even the cook is someone who, who joins the fight if need 
if needed. Yes. Which means that that person is probably picked, like, not because it's uh, an excellent cook, (laughs) (laughs) necessarily, rather someone who can cook at all. That's right. But who can can handle a carving knife Mm -hmm. with... uh, lethal skill when necessary yeah exactly maybe it's someone who's like a circus artist almost with a uh, with a meat cleaver that's right twirling three meat cleavers in the air at the same time and send them flying into enemy necks yeah exactly exactly what's the name of this uh, cook this meat cleaver expert (laughs) (laughs) um Let's say that everybody else, everybody else, uh, <laughs> call anyway, calls him Lump. Lump. Yeah. yeah. He's 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 surprisingly quick on his feet, but he's he's pretty. He's 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 not the slimmest member of the company. He's a bit of a. Uh, he's got a bit of a belly. Um, yeah. He's pretty mm. strong, but he. Uh, there's anything. There's anything which turns out to be quite nice by entire coincidence or mistake that he makes and he tends to eat it first and gives whatever's left to everybody else mm. so that so has an effect over time is he one of the warband who's among like the worst in in terms of treating you or is he one who is uh, almost okay I'd say he's he's one of the worst okay mm. I see and Nissel is out on perimeter watch. And what what goes through his mind this this particular evening? He's standing there under the trees, listening to the drip of water. Now and again, he gets this kind of shiver when a big glob of cold water falls from a leaf high above him and goes right down his neck. And he feels it dribbling there down his vertebrae. And, of course, he's thinking about what he almost always thinks about, no matter how much time goes by, which is escape plans. It's quite hard to just be where he is, because where he is is pretty miserable. And uh, the only way out, both in his own head right now and, of course, eventually for real, is to find a plan of escape. So he's mulling things over in his head. Hmm. Mm, I see. And it, it comes to his mind that one key element of escaping is the chain, of course. Yes. The chain that that keeps your wolf ever bound to the ground or in the hand of uh, Jostar, the leader of the warband. That's right. And, um, yeah, I think he's pondering that as he stands watch and thinking, like, I need to, I need to examine this, this chain. If we're ever to escape, I need to, I mean, he's a rogue after all. He has, he has lockpicks and stuff like that in his uh, equipment. Exactly. So he, that's, that's one key element. So maybe he's thinking of, of uh, examining that a bit tonight mm. after everyone's gone to sleep. 
Indeed. And the, and the hours go by and and you see more and more of the company turning in and it's the, the late hours of the night. He looks around to left and right. Of course, he's got goblin eyes, which nobody else has in this company, and that's also mm -hmm. a, a significant advantage. Mm -hmm. So if there was anybody else, any other guards within eyeshot who were paying any attention, he would know, he would be able to see them, even if, even if they couldn't see him. Mm -hmm. There doesn't seem to be anybody around. No, because you, I think they, they let you sleep like laying over a horse or something daytime. So they can have you awake at night time. So you mm. can, you, you, and maybe one more only keep the perimeter watch. So you're not standing on guard. You're walking on guard, like around right. the camp, yeah. around the camp. And the and the like the other ones take turns of being the other person because they don't trust you enough to to keep guard just by yourself. Mm. And of course, there's a, a fire. Like there, there's one standing guard over the fire to, to make sure that the fire doesn't go out during the night as well. Sure. But luckily, if they're right in the middle by the fire, their eyes will be somewhat affected by the firelight. It's very hard, mm -hmm. isn't it, to be by a fire and not stare into the embers. So eventually, when he feels in his bones that the rest of the warband are asleep, he abandons his watch and he stealthily slips inwards into the camp, through the camp, and he sees there there's a huge oak tree that, if the rain wasn't quite as bad as it is, might have given some shelter to the various members of the warband lying, snoring underneath it, as it is. His goblin eyes can just see the little rivers of water running down the bark, down the trunk. But there, near the bottom of it, there is the chain. You can see the chain going round the trunk of the tree and out and down to his wolf, who is uh, lying curled up with its uh, outer coat of fur soaked with the water. Of course, the wolf doesn't really care that much about the water because it's got this fantastic inner layer of fur that the water never touches. So the wolf is probably the only one in the cold camp that's sleeping comfortably. Mm. And the wolf can feel your scent, can smell your scent as you're approaching, and it uh, it sits up. <coughs> and Nissel, he... He puts a finger to his lips and motions to the wolf to, to quieten down, you know. He puts his hand up and motions as well with his with his hand, you know, as if he's patting the air to try and get the wolf to be quiet. Mm. And he slips over to the wolf, he looks around. Uh, I mean, there are, there are people who are asleep pretty close by, but then this chain is clearly locked tight when he goes when he goes up close and he peers he can see that where it's wrapped around the trunk of the tree there's a there's a, a primitive pretty strong looking padlock locking it in a circle yeah and, and of course 
Your wolf is used to your hushing motion. You've uh, done plenty of sneaking in your in your time when you when it was just the two of you, and you were sneaking up on places or persons. So it knows exactly what to do and keeps very very quiet. And as you said, there are people lying around this oak tree because it also gives a lot of shelter from the rain. But they make sure not to sleep within range of your wolf. And I imagine also that Jostar, this, uh, the leader of the warband, um, rather sadist kind of guy, would have uh, had his manner of training or, or like his way of keeping the wolf in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, right. Because uh, we we discussed that the, uh, the 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 goblin king, the goblin chieftain, whose wolf this was from the beginning, uh, couldn't couldn't manage to train the wolf. You were the only one who could who could uh, um, you were the only one who were able to 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 train it. But that was because the, the king wouldn't uh, stoop to such methods as as harsh as the as Jostar mm, has. Mm. He's been beating him into submission, basically. Yeah. Uh, and which means that if you go into battle and Jostar holds the uh, the chain with one strong hand and and the and takes the wolf with him into battle. And the wolf is fighting on your side because he notices that you're fighting on their side as well. But, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because otherwise they, they wouldn't, there would be no reason for them to keep the wolf uh, other than to, to keep you hostage. Which, of course, is an advantage to have a goblin uh, scout, rogue, in your band, but still, if it if it would take three guys to to keep the wolf in check, then the the math wouldn't add up to no, why indeed. they would want to keep you. You know, yes. So they have some use of the wolf as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if its primary uh, cause is to 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 keep you yes hostage. Yeah, yeah. And and you're there, and you you want to examine the chain, right? I do. Mm. That's right. And because I also realized that, of course, they've taken away your lockpicks. Otherwise, they they wouldn't have a nor just they wouldn't let a <laughs> they wouldn't let you have you know, your lockpicks and be basically alone guarding the camp, and then just have a normal padlock for the wolf. So you don't have any lockpicks. I'm gonna yeah, yeah. goddamn it. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd escape now, and then that's right, <laughs> your that's whole right. story with the other war band would be <laughs> null and void. <laughs> yeah, so it basically means that although Nissel can uh, cast a pretty expert eye over this padlock, mm. there's pretty much sweet bugger all he can do with it because the only things around him are twigs and so on and he knows full well that nothing like that is going to be yeah. strong enough he's just going to snap inside the lock yeah Probably. feel around a bit with his uh, thin goblin fingers so what I like from you now first of all is a stealth roll to see that um, that your sneaking up to the lock hasn't been noticed at all 
And I suppose at this point of, in this time in history, Nissel would have his agility of six, of course, and maybe two in stealth. Would that be yes, possible? I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so make a roll for sneak then. Okay. Oh, crikey. So no successes at all and one failure in agility. Is that something you want to push, maybe? Uh-oh, I think so. I don't want to be caught here in the middle of the camp. One success, few. One success and one damage to agility as well, yeah. then. Okay, so um, I'm going to make a roll here for sleeping sweep, sleeping warband members. Well, you know how I roll, Dominic. Uh, three failures in the uh, attri- on the attribute dice. I had three attribute dice, <laughs> and uh, all of them were ones. <laughs> so even if I... I mean, I normally don't push rolls for, for NPCs, but even if I would, I would not this time. Oh, yeah, your sneaking are. goals completely unnoticed. Between my, my super stealthiness and their loud snoring, which uh, yeah, means exactly. that <laughs> even loud. through sleep, none of them can hear a thing. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then you want to examine the lock, you said, with your thin, spidery goblin fingers. Yes. Yeah, so that would be sleight of hand, and that's also agility, so you're down to five in agility. And I'd say that you'd have maybe two in sleight of hand as well at this time. Yes. So go ahead and roll. Okay. Two successes. Two successes mm. indeed. Yeah. Well, that is uh, that's not bad. That's very good. Uh, which basically means that you you understand exactly how this lock works, and if given the opportunity. And if you have access to some kind of lockpicks or hair needles or something, you know, that could could work as lockpicks, you know that you can pick this lock um, very, very easily in the future. Well, that's that is that has lifted Nissel's spirits a little bit, gives him a little bit of hope, gives him something to work on. He looks around at all these sleeping figures and starts to weigh up in his mind if it's worth going and sneaking around a bit more to see if he can find anything that's protruding from a pocket somewhere or a pack Mm. that could be of use. But first of all, he goes over to the wolf and he, he, he pushes his fingers down through the wolf's fur and he strokes it and pats it and, uh, Spends a little bit of time with it, mm, yeah. and then and then he uh, he fondles its ears and 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 heads off. And this is a very rare occasion because they seldom let you near your wolf. They want to estrange you two guys as much as possible. Yes, that's right. That's right. So it's quite painful, really, for uh, for Nissel to have to keep this brief. Mm. Um, it's a very it's a very heartfelt moment for him but mm. uh but he he just feels that he he can't he can't indulge he can't just stay there and you know have have time there with the wolf mm. so he uh 
So you want to look around for some for something that you might be able to use in the future uh, to to use as lockpicks. Yes. Maybe a scouting roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One success. One success, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good work, Nissel. Yeah, you see that in the pack of the second in command of of uh, Jostar. You see that. You see that. She actually has your. She's the. She seems to be the one in charge of your old equipment that they took from you. So you you can't be a hundred percent sure, but you you're. Yeah, that's a good hint that probably going through her stuff will will lead you to your old stuff. Mm. And in your old stuff, probably, you would find your lockpicks. Because they have no need for it, because that that's not how they... I mean, they come and raid and pillage. They don't yes. sneak and steal and try to break in, you know. And if they, on a rare occasion, would find a coffin that they want to open and it's locked, they'll just bring up the, the big sledgehammers and just go at it, you know. Sure. So so she's lying there? She's lying there, yeah. And and she is there a pack next to her then? Yeah, exactly, yes, exactly. She has she rides a horse and she has saddlebags and mm. she even has a pack mule and the pack mule has a pack slung over it normally and now that pack lies next to her where she sleeps. Right. And that that is where you see a corner of your old small small backpack that you had. Mm. Well, so Nissel makes his way, slips over there silently, uh, comes up to the pack. Um, how is the pack fastened or not fastened? Uh, the the pack that she normally has over mm. the pack mule is uh, tied up with a knot, basically. Aha, okay. Sort of leather thongs or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. So another sneak roll maybe to get up close to to her. Oh, very well. <laughs> because it's something completely different. I suppose. Oh my god. No successes and well, two failures. Two failures. Two failures the on the attribute dice. That's um, <laughs> That's not what what am I gonna do? What's this cell gonna do? Yeah. Um, Are you gonna push this? Uh, well, I mean, I'm in a bind, right? If if they all wake up and they find me here in the middle of camp, it's it's not going to be good. I think I maybe have no choice but to push it, despite yeah. the risks. One success, but I've got two failures, so I've got two damage. Uh, three now. Three damage. That's previous. right. Yeah. So my my agility has been halved. Yep, down to three. Yeah. I must have. I must have stumbled in the dark and uh, twisted my wow. ankle. Very embarrassing for a goblin. These kind of things don't usually happen to goblins. No, they don't. And I'm going to make a scout roll for her, uh, of course, modified by minus two because she's asleep. Three successes. No! <laughs> yep. So what happens is you sneak up and you see the the corner of your backpack over there and you sneak closer or you you at least you think that you are sneaking very stealthily 
but maybe she wasn't really all that asleep or something because as you pass her, her arms just goes up and grabs you by the scruff of your neck and like, what are you doing? What are you doing sneaking about, sneaking about from, look at my stuff, are you? And then she, she gets up, still holding you. And, and she takes you by with both her hands and just shakes you and like, you filthy little goblin shit. Look, right. I'm gonna cut your throat. Do you think you can steal from me? Look, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to steal from nobody, right? I'm on guard, aren't I? Now, I heard a noise here inside. Now, I know that one of you, your buggers are out there as well right guarding but they can't see shit can they they can't see shit their ears are useless so whatever side they're patrolling when i'm patrolling the other side is basically unguarded isn't it really so i didn't know what might have got past them and i heard a noise in here nearer to the fire right and there's all this rain so it's going to be even harder for anybody out there on perimeter to hear what's going on in here. And I thought, this is exactly the kind of conditions when somebody, right, somebody out there is going to try and sneak in here and cut your throats. So I came in here to find out what the bloody hell was going on. Now, so far, I can't see nothing. Maybe I was wrong, right? Maybe it was just the rain, but you can't ah, be too shut careful. Up. You're just a fucking thief and a fucking liar. Look, R- I'm bloody roll not. For, roll, roll for manipulation. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not not Nacelle's strongest point. Well, two dice. <sighs> no successes. Shocking. Well, shocking. With two <laughs> dice, how could that possibly have happened? Well, I mean, he's in a bind, right? This is a bind. This is a this is a tight spot. So he's going to push it. No successes. Oh no. No successes. And uh, yeah, oh. I'm going to make a roll for insight for her here. One meager success, but that still beats your none. So, like, yeah, she keeps on shaking. You're a fucking thief and you're a fucking liar. I'm going to fucking cut your fucking throat. That's what I'm going to do. And now the, the, basically the camp is starting to wake up. And waking up, they see the second in command shaking you about and shouting at you that you're a thief and a liar. And they're asking what's happening and what is Nissel saying? Ah, look. Right? I'm telling you the truth. You may not believe it. You don't have to believe it, right? That's up to you. But look, fact is of the matter is, I'm a much better fucking scout than any of you, right? I see things and I hear things that none of you do. So you can cut me through it if you want, but you're going to lose a very valuable asset, are you not? Over what is, after all, just a bloody suspicion, right? You've got no fucking proof of nothing, right? I'm just going through here, doing me job. You think I'm nicking something. Do I have anything on me? No, do I fuck, right? I'm just doing me job. So you're going to cut me through it. You're going to get rid uh, of you your best scout. You were about to steal. I know you. I know you're fucking kind. You're a fucking thief and you're a fucking liar. And you came here to steal. And I caught you. I caught you. Not maybe red-handed, but I fucking caught you when we were going to steal. I mean, what weren't I? Uh, your, your, your post is out there. Your post is... You're supposed to, to walk around the camp to look for, for fucking enemies aye aye right enough yeah but I'm the only one with ears in this fucking place so if I hear a noise from in here I gotta come and check it out right because nobody else in here is awake pretty you're much not supposed anyway to, you're not supposed to look for sounds from in here you're supposed to look for sounds or, or, or movement out there you I'm and then Jostar walks up and he's, he, he taps her on the shoulder and I'm actually going to make a roll here because if I roll uh, six for you, then actually 
something is actually afoot. Okay, okay. And you know half an eye roll success. <laughs> <gasps> no way! <laughs> a, I mean, I'm showing you the dice. This is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so as as they are uh, yelling at you, and uh, you know, I mean, your life is um, yeah, it's hanging by a bare thread. Then you hear one of the the other scouts come running in the camp from the other side. Riders, riders coming! Fucking iron guards! The fucking iron guards are coming! And the whole band, the whole band is in an uproar, and everyone's drawing their blades, and everyone's you know like um, readying themselves for for battle. And she she drops you, and she kicks you towards where the scout was coming from. Okay, one last fucking chance. You sneak out there and see what you can see and get back to us before the Iron Guards does or I'll kill you and I'm gonna gut your fucking wolf. I fucking told you I heard something, right? I fucking told you I heard something, <laughs> right? You're fucking kicking me around. When I... I'm... Anyway, he, he, he doesn't he doesn't take the argument anymore. He, uh, he scuttles off into the dark. Um, trying to trying to surround himself self by with this uh, atmosphere of grievance and injustice. <laughs> Poor Nissel. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna try and sneak up on these iron guards, who, uh, according to uh, the other scout, is approaching. Yes. One success, but one failure. I mean, one success against a load of iron guards. That doesn't sound like very good odds. I think, despite the failure, I'm going to have to push that. Okay. Oh, one more success. Two. Well, mm-hmm. you're down to two in agility, so let's hope you don't have to fire a ball anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> really, really. He's, he's hobbling about. He seems to have done something to his shoulder. He doesn't know how rolling for the Iron Guards, and a good thing you pushed it, because they actually got one success. Okay. So, uh, well played. You're becoming an experienced role player now, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sneak up and you see that uh, two Iron Guards on foot are leading their horses. They are a bit um, less armored than Iron Guards normally are, so they should be in some kind of light cavalry that uh, probably the scouts of the Iron Guards, they've probably, you guessed that they've seen your fire and they are sneaking up to see what they can what they can see and you sneak around them a bit and you see that beyond them there is a small band of Iron Guards, you would guess maybe they are a company of 20 or 30, something mm. like that which is uh, a little bit less than your war band but these are well trained Iron Guards yes indeed, mounted all of them, yeah so you, you, as you, as you see this, you, you sneak back, making sure not to, uh, to get inside of the, uh, the scouts. Yes. And then you return to the camp. I do. And I, and I tell uh, Jostar and the other members of the warband what I've seen about the two scouts and the band of Iron Guards. 20, you said. 30, uh, 20 or 30? Uh, Somewhat like that. It's mm. dark, you know, even with goblin eyes, yeah. you're a long way away. Definitely 20, maybe 30. 
Yeah, I see. I, I get it. So Jostar starts making some plans to, to surprise the scouts and maybe even surprise the Iron Guards as well. And while while he's doing that, um, Nissel turns to his second-in-command and says, Aye, it's useful having a goblin round, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, 20 or 30 Iron Guards out there, none of your fuckers would have seen them. Because they don't have goblin eyes, do they? Well, so maybe one of one... our fuckers did see it. One of our fuckers did see it. He was the one who who noticed them. And maybe you would have too if you wouldn't have been inside the fucking camp, fucking trying to stuck in my fucking things. He'd have he'd have seen the scouts. He wouldn't have seen the rest of their fucking bankers who were too far away, right? So so if it weren't for me, right, you would never know that there were twenty or thirty iron guards out there. Listen, so next I... time, next time you think about cutting me throat over some some momentary suspicion, you might want to think twice, right? I'm gonna keep my eye on you, and we're gonna have extra guards fucking looking after you for the next couple of days, and we're gonna the slightest, slightest, slightest suspicion. Then I'm gonna gut your wolf. Nacelle. She's a bully, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Nissel just looks up at her with pure hatred and a if I ever get a chance <laughs> kind of look in his <laughs> eyes and then turns away. Hmm. Um, the wolf, of course, is uh, sitting up very vigilant and, and ready. And the, uh, after they made the plans, the Jostar goes over and uh, opens the lock and uh, uh, takes the chain in his one hand. And he's, he is a very, a very big man. I mean, when you killed him later on, he was a bit, I mean, put on some weight and uh, dead drunk. But, but he is a, uh, a monster of a man. Mm. A big, strong man with a huge axe, one-handed axe and a shield. And in his shield hand, he holds your wolf. And what happens is that the warband manages to catch the scouts by surprise because they're not expecting something. And uh, they capture the two scouts. So when the Iron Guards are approaching... You have some hostages and the war, uh, Jostar talks to the leaders of the Iron Guards and it's like, okay, what, what he's based, the point he's making is that, okay, we're two, two war bands, more or less evenly matched, but what, it, what will happen is that you will lose your two scouts and you will lose half your troop, at least, if you want to pick a fight with us. So he says, you just ride off, we will let your two guys go and we both will be on our way. And the Iron Guards accept this uh, grudgingly, but they do accept it. Mm-hmm. So they ride off into the night and you release the scouts and um, yeah, you manage to avert this threat for now. Do you have someone in the warband who is not a friend, but maybe someone who you like a little bit more? Yeah, there's a there's a there's a fighter who who tends to look after the horses, mm-hmm, mm. sort of make sure they're okay. Has a bit of a way with them with the horses, mm. and uh, and and because of that, maybe she sort of you know feels a bit for for Nissel with his mm. wolf and, and understands the bond yeah. that there can be between an animal and you know somebody yeah. else, one rider um, to another. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, she's uh, Asleen, of course, because they are the horse people of the Forbidden Lands. Yes. So she's one of two Asleens in the in the warband. Indeed. Because, uh, they are of mixed uh, mixed human race. I mean, there's some islanders, some they're they're mostly Alderlanders, but some islanders and these two Asleens as well. Mm. Yeah, and she goes up to you and she she claps you on the shoulder and good job, Nissle. Real good job. We would have been in a pickle if you wouldn't have alerted us to that. Ah, well, well, uh, uh, thanks for saying it. I mean, Nissel feels a little bit embarrassed inside because he does have a bit of a sense of honour despite being a thief. And, and this <laughs> is someone who's been nice to him. And of course, you know, uh, none of this is really entirely true. <laughs> well, some of it is. He did see the band in the distance. He did, he did see the band. Mm. But he was also sneaking about. But uh, uh, but yeah. he, 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 he takes, the, takes the compliment. And uh, Let's see if... Uh, was it Lump? The cook? Lump, that's Lump. right. Lump. Yes. Let's go see if Lump has some, some leftovers from, from dinner that we can share. Nissel's eyes darken a bit at the uh, at the sound of the of the cook's name, but still he he follows the, the young Gasoline over there. Because mm. food is food after all. It is, it is, and it's not uh, it's not to be had in plenty when you're on the road with a warband. No. Unless you have had a recent raid or something. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and you see the, the, the huge kettle that Lump has been making tonight's stew in. And uh, oh, the smells that are coming out of that pot, they're, they're proper rancid. <laughs> to quote <laughs> <to court> Nissel. <laughs> but maybe you can pick out some, some, some small... Yes, yeah, a few tidbits. kind of tip, yeah, tidbits exactly, tidbits, and yeah. uh, and after all, you know, a goblin's a little bit like a dog. They, you know, people say there's no such thing as a bad smell to a dog. It's a little bit yeah. like that with a goblin. Mm. Bad smells. Well, even if it smells bad, maybe if he eats it, maybe it will add to his smell somehow. You know, that yeah. that that that, that uh, particular rancidness will come back out of his armpits a bit later mm. on. Mm. So it's all good. That's what you. That's your major problem with Lump's food. Isn't that it tastes bad? It doesn't taste anything. Yeah, it's just bland. It's just tasteless, bland food. You know, no spices, no, not much meat in it, and you know, just nothing to to get this really, really. Yeah, it's tasteless. That's it. It's not even properly rotten. I mean, that would be something. You know, (laughs) at least to be. yeah, it'd be something to engage with, you know, in the food. But as it is, this bland muck, oh, mm. that's the worst of all worlds. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave you, sitting by the, the fire with uh, the Asleen and sharing a meal and just uh, talking about... What are you talking about? Oh, talking, talking, about, uh, talking about the horses... 
I reckon. Mm. Mm. You know, for for Nissel, that's a little bit of a substitute for talking mm. about his wolf. He can't really sit there and talk about his wolf. It's it's too emotionally charged and it's too taboo, really. You know, because everybody else, of course, you know, people going past and so on. The cook, they'll mm. hear the conversation. Mm. So yeah, it's a com- it's a topic of conversation he has to rather steer around. But to talk about the horses is still somehow uh, in one way to be talking about his wolf. Mm. And of course, the Asleem, that's her life. So um, if he brings up the topic, she'll she'll absolutely go along with that and talk about that until the uh, cows come home, as one says. So yeah. so that's what they're sitting there talking about as they uh, nibble on whatever feels edible from Lump's offerings. Yeah. And as the sun rises, you realise it's time for you to go to sleep as the camp starts to awake. And that's where we leave off this uh, this little prequel here. How was it, Dominic? Doing a one-on-one, uh, it's, it's a bit different. It's really fun. It's very nice, actually. I mean, it's great fun doing uh, the the campaigns with everybody there, and there's all these different characters to bounce off, and you know, people coming out with things in the moment. Um, but also, uh, this sort of scenario, it gives a bit more space, and you can. Uh, you, you can imagine you have a bit more time to imagine the world the scene in greater vividness um, explore how your character's uh, feeling it's 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 great it's a it's a it's a different thing and mm. um, which adds adds a different spice different flavor yeah it does. To the and I hope Sweden it adds something pot. to the yeah I hope, I hope I hope it adds to the to the overall feeling of the characters and to the overall feeling of I mean for the listeners now that it, that, it, that it adds something to the characters and the, and the and the campaign and the backgrounds and all that stuff you know it's it's really yeah we hope you enjoy it dear patrons thank you so much for listening thank you Dominic Kelly for joining me this uh, fine afternoon such a pleasure <laughs> thank you guys see you next time when Sweden rolls once again